Hello, this is Nachi Aram. And I'm Jeff Suarez Grant. This is Get With The Program. Yeah, here we talk about a question we have about online course design. As we help faculty build their courses, we have our own questions. Hey, Nat, what's our big question for this episode? Why are module-level objectives so important? Aren't course-level objectives enough? Hmm, I, I guess that's a good one because we ask faculty to spend a lot of time crafting their course-level objectives, and then right after that, we ask them to spend even more time making these things we call module-level objectives. Wait, wait, what's the difference between module-level objectives and course objectives? Well, module-level objectives are components of course-level objectives. Components. Okay. I I like that term component. I also like another term sub-objective. I think of them as like breaking down the course objective into smaller pieces. Um, actually, I think we use a bunch of different terms to describe this concept. Quality Matters uses module-level objectives. Um, what are some other terms you've seen, not that describe these smaller chunks for the, the bigger course objective? Sub-objective is widely used, um, a more granular objective. So the term granular is used to indicate a part of a bigger thing. So a more condensed or smaller form of the bigger objective. Sometimes they're called weekly learning objectives. Another go-to is steps. You can have module level objectives or components of your course level objectives function like steps. So students know they have to do the first thing, the second thing, and the third thing to complete a larger course level objective. Another way to think about it is skills. These are the certain skills that students need to develop or master that indicate they've completed or they're on their way to completing a course level objective. Yeah, there certainly are a lot of terms to describe these these sub-objectives or components of objectives. I think it's interesting some of these terms we use to explain what we mean by the concept of like module-level objectives when we're teaching faculty about them. And then there's language that we recommend faculty use in their course design to explain to students what they mean, like for instance, in assignment instructions. Um, I'm a fan of skills. I, I think in a prior episode, we talked about how course objectives, you know, student learning outcomes, they're kind of that term student learning outcomes. That's part of the hidden curriculum. You know, that is that students might not know what those terms mean, but I think everyone can relate to skills. And that really reinforces the idea that the student is the one doing the action. And, and just a quick check here, you know, the student is the one who should be doing the action described in the module objective. It's the same rules that apply with a course objective. Grammatically, the structure of a module-level objective is the same as a course-level objective. Um, the same three factors that we use for crafting a course-level objective can be used um, for module-level objectives. Um, so it's student-centered. The student, as you said, is the subject of the sentence. The second one is that the statement itself would have to be measurable. The third, it would have to be appropriate for the course level so it fits within your program's curriculum. So in terms of the module level objective, it should be appropriate to the course level objective that it's connected to. Right. So, so similar rules, but a little bit different. So the scope is, is the, is not just the course, um, the scope for the module level objectives is supposed to fall under the course level objective. That's right. So maybe let's look at an example. Um, I'm thinking about a civics or U S government course. So for example, like analyze the structure and function of the U S court system. 
right? So that to me, that's a big task. There's a lot of learning that goes into that. And I like this example because analyze is pretty high up on Bloom's taxonomy. So I start to think about what are the smaller steps in doing that analysis? You know, so I think about like, what's a preliminary step or, or sub objective. Well, you probably need to identify the parts of the system first, the parts of the U S court system. Um, second, you know, second step or second skill, you probably need to explain the function of each part, then maybe distinguish one part from the other. So those are three distinct steps or skills, identify, explain, distinguish. Those effectively are your module level objectives. Those are the smaller pieces of analyze the structure and function. Yeah, that's right. And it's also an easy way for students to figure out what's really analyzing the structure. Like, what does that mean? And it's a good way for you to break that down for yourself as well. Analyzing is a complex task and it could be many different things in different contexts. But here you delineate what that means in your course and in very plain language with identify, explain, distinguish. So that's the power of breaking down your course level objectives in this way. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I don't know if I've ever thought about it that way, that the module level objectives literally explain what the bigger overarching action is, right? So identify, explain, distinguish, that unpacks what analysis is in, in some way. It's uncovering kind of like the meta structure of your course design. It makes it more transparent to students. Module level objectives become almost instructive for students, teaching them what that bigger course objective, what it's about. It's transparent for students in that they know what analysis is to you. MLOs also enable you to provide some more detail. You can break down your course level objective into more statements where you can add more context. This allows you to add for richness of your course and let that remain and let that be a guide for your activities and assignments and materials. Module level objectives allow you to keep and break down lots of detail about what's going on in your course and skills students will have while retaining you know, relatively few course level objectives between four and 10 statements. So you can have course level objectives, which are relatively few in number, and also they're connected module level objectives. So what would you say to somebody who's like, like, why do I need course level objectives then? Why couldn't I just have a whole bunch of module level objectives? Like I could see a whole bunch of these module level objectives that cover everything that I want to teach. Uh, everything I want my students to learn, you know, is there value though in having those bigger overarching course level objectives? I think so. Let's think like a designer, you think about your user, who will be reading these objectives, the course level objectives, and what do they do? So course level objectives are going to be read by you as a designer, but also administrators and departmental chairs and others. Okay, so yeah, there's like different stakeholders just beyond the students. Yeah, it's an official document, part of the institutional record. And when you communicate that within an institutional platform, you just communicate the course level objectives. That's what the administrators work with. That's basically easy for administrators to manage, to look at a glance what your course is about and how it relates to other courses. Because, you know, I don't see administrators going deep within the module level objectives. 
like all the MLOs, 20 or so, and trying to create a summary in their head of what's going on, what the main themes. Um, they're going through that process here, so why not make it easier for them? So that's why I'm thinking about them in this situation. Yeah, that's interesting, because I think if you have a whole bunch of statements, a whole bunch of module of objectives, and you find yourself saying like, okay, well, what are the common themes, you know, how could I, if I needed to sort these, you know, myriad of statements into buckets, right? How would you categorize them? I, really, all you're doing at that point is reverse engineering. You're creating course level objectives. So yeah, I can see why that's important to have to have both. So going back for a second, you know, to the to the students, I also think about the syllabus, and typically the first page of the syllabus has the course description, you know, the instructor's contact information, the name of the course. And in that first page, you know, usually there's also the um, course level objectives or the student learning outcomes. And it seems cumbersome to have, you know, potentially 25 module level objectives, 25 statements there. It makes a lot more sense to just have five to seven concise short statements that convey the major outcomes of the course. With those statements, it's easier to communicate to students what they'll get out of the course. You can use five or so statements in the intro presentation um, or discussion to let students know what's happening in the course and what skills they'll get and to motivate them. Um, students can reflect on these relatively few statements throughout the course and check in for themselves whether they're making progress. Okay, so we, you've got these module level objectives. Um, they were inspired by the course level objectives. What are some ways that they're helpful as you start to plan out the rest of your course? What would be the, like the first step in starting to use those module level objectives to plot your course? Like maybe you're doing your course map or your, your course blueprint. That's the real power of module level objectives. Because module level objectives allow you to introduce, develop and master different skills in the course across several weeks. You can then combine these different MLOs together from diff different course level objectives. So you have one course level objective set and you break that down into different module level objectives. Um, you can have module level objective one and module level objective two and MLO three and you can address MLO one, module level objective one in week three and MLO two in week one, and MLO three in week three. So the benefit of breaking up your course double objective into different parts is that you can rearrange these parts in different orders and different structures, weeks basically. So here you can use your topic for each week and use that to frame what skills you want to deploy for each week. Yeah, I think, you know, once you've got that comprehensive set of module of objectives, you know, maybe like 25 statements, you, you take them and you like plot them across the 15 weeks of a semester. And what you're kind of describing is this, this step of deciding how many of those module level objectives you'll cover in each week. And, you know, that it's likely that some of the module level objectives are simpler and, and others are more complex. Uh, so for instance, like, um, identify the parts of a system, that's a lot simpler than maybe like explaining or distinguishing them. 
So maybe in the first weeks of your course, you address all the identifying different pieces of the subject matter. Uh, you basically lay out the foundational knowledge in the course and you have students master that foundational knowledge and then you quickly proceed to more complex learning in like the, the middle half of your course. But yeah, I think with all those statements, you can go ahead and plot them. You flow them across your planning document. The course map is what we recommend. And then you can start to see, you know, what's happening, when it's happening. And then the next step would be, um, you know, to go ahead and start to think about, um, you know, your, your activities and assignments. So what does that start to look like? I think module level objectives make it really easy to match an objective with individual assignments. For, for example, we talked about identify parts of the system that could easily be matched with the quiz where you identify different parts of the system. Yeah, that's an important point in that, that example analyzing parts. Let me try that again. Yeah, that's an important step. I think that in that example, analyzing parts of something, you might forget that there are like preliminary steps with those module of objectives. Um, and you're, you're prompted though, with that module of objective to think about a quiz or maybe a warm up activity, you know, before that big paper where they do that analysis, something lower stakes, a discussion or a small short paper, those module level objectives give you that granularity. They permit you to plan and develop all the different parts and components of your course. Great. Let me, okay. Great. Let me reiterate the big question and see if we got some big answers. So why are MLOs so important? Aren't CLOs enough? What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, I think the big takeaway for me is that learning's complex. Students are not likely to make a big leap, you know, doing into doing something super complex right away. Um, they, of course, we'll have epiphanies and there's another thing called threshold concepts, but that's for another day. Um, but learning is a process. And so creating those module level objectives is the identification of that process, the steps involved in learning. Uh, so it's a super important for an online course where you really have to be responsible for the design and development of all the pieces, all the interactions, everything the student's going to do in your online course. And I think module level objectives let you do that. Um, what else not? There are some things uh, about the kind of language and like we need to use concise statements versus make lots of statements. That's right. You... That's right. You need a few concise statements for administrators and students. Then to check alignment, you need those MLOs to match with the individual assignments and activities. MLOs, module level objectives, allow you to add more detail to define what the CLO means and that ultimately provides a logical structure for your course that goes from a course level objective to a module level objective to specific activities and assignments that leads to clear concise alignment so i believe those are some reasons why we have that distinction between course level objectives and module level objectives and why module level objectives are important You've certainly convinced me. Great. So I'm not Jerom. And I'm Jeff Suarez Grant. This was Get With The Program.
Yeah. 